Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I am Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Aguila Newman. Hello, everybody, and Kieran. And I don't know what else to say. Hannah Calvert. Hey, guys. Sam Clark. Greetings. And Nick Chong. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we are for Crits and Giggles, we're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons real play <laughs> podcast, we're not, we're not sponsored at all, um, if anyone does want to sponsor us and, you know, have us really just like kill your product, um, you know, feel free to, feel free to reach out to us. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, we, we're, we're making a return this week to the, to the main story, uh, you'll notice there's more than two people, uh, attending tonight's, uh, recording session. Um, There's more voices in my head than you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, those eagle eared <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I didn't think that one through. Nice. Those eagle eared listeners uh, will notice <laughs> that we we, uh, we we plowed our way through uh, three origin stories, uh, a big fight with some elves, and and here we are back back on the main story again. And you'll be going, well, hang on a second. Uh, there's actually four characters in the podcast. Where's Mithras? Uh, well. Nick has exams, so we're just not even going to bother. We're not even going to go there. We've done three backstories already. Yeah, we did three. Uh, So, uh, Sam. That's my name. (laughs) name, Yes. (laughs) Um, It's been it's been quite a while. It's been about uh, been about six weeks, I would wager, since we since we played uh, since we last played with each other. Um, And I'm sure that our our beautiful listeners would be wondering uh, what. Man, what actually did happen the last time we were all together? Well, Kieran. Welcome to Fertile News with me, Sam Clark Newsman. <laughs> <laughs> After wow, being cast voice. Hey, uh, I'm delivering the news. Don't interrupt the news. After being tasked with the king's evil advisor. <laughs> what? The first sentence doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) After being tasked by the King's Evil Advisor, Targan, to help stop the Golden Blades from harming the city of Fernshire, our heroes found themselves in the docks district of Fernshire. Having learned from Mithras, however, that a group... Kieran, proofreading. (laughs) (laughs) Having learned from Mithras that a group of elven criminals... (laughs) I've read civil dictionaries since then. (laughs) Blah blah blah, so we killed Fergus Ferguson. We charged into battle. Backed up some elves. The battle was fierce. Anya momentarily rushing against the realm of Vichma. Excuse me. Shit and died. However, after (laughs) some well placed punches from Poe, a few arrows from Mithras, and Morda assuming the form of a what did he assume? Altogether now, three, two, one, uh all are terrible. You're all fired. And just wrecking shit up, the fight turned in their favour. After Mordai bit the head of the elven leader and a well-placed magic missile took down their priest, the remaining elves threw down their arms. Did they? I thought we just yeah. killed they tried everyone. To. They tried to. <laughs> yeah. having a bar it. We just straight up murdered them. I guess they put their weapons down, but that was mostly because they were dead. <laughs> it made um, it strangely <laughs> easy to kill them. <laughs> Victory was From soon replaced with confusion, hands. however, when Poe opened the sack... One elf mm. was carrying, only discover a small, shriveled body, much like Voldemort in that horrible movie adaptation. 
fearing for its life, he cradled it, only for a black speckled light to burst forth from its mouth, overwhelming our heroes and sending them to the ground like sacks of heroic potatoes. Not again. And now, for the next episode, for Crips. What a recap. <laughs> that, that anticipation, though. Welcome, welcome. Wobble up, dub. Let's do it. All right. So, <clears throat> so Anya, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you, you have uh, opened your eyes and, uh, and you find yourself uh, sitting in your kitchen Ooh. back at the Undraven Hillfast. Uh, and you are staring down at a plate of salt crusted fish and a little pile of. Iron shavings, just like your mum used to make. But uh, strangely enough, you you're looking around this uh, this kitchen that you're in, and um, you know everything seems perfectly normal. But there's only one door in and out of this place, uh, and it's uh, it's about six feet high and made of solid stone. Do I have any memory do do? of of the most recent events, or do I? Uh, everything seems kind of hazy. You feel like there's something that you should be aware of, something that you should know, but it no, everything seems quite muddy in a, in a way. Okay. I I take a bite of the food. The salt. It tastes like iron filings, I imagine. It tastes like <laughs> iron filings, yes. Um it, it, it tastes uh, quite strange, actually. Like your expectation and the reality do not match up. You are expecting a certain taste. And you don't really get anything out of it. It tastes quite boring, quite mm. uninteresting in, in many ways, uh, and and almost like you didn't even almost like you didn't even eat it. And uh, just as you're thinking this, the uh, the this stone door uh, before your very eyes uh, suddenly shrinks down to a, a normal size that that you would uh, expect to find in your kitchen, and opens, and your your mother walks in. Hey, mum. What's up? <laughs> Good answer. Something's off about this fish. When was it caught? She uh, she stares at you and sort of cocks her head to, to one side. Oh, God. Walks over to you. Is this my other mother? She sits down at the table and uh, and she reaches a hand uh, across the table towards you uh, with the, the, the palm up. Like, you know, she wants to, she wants to hold your hand. You all right, Mum? She stares at you further. Oh, I'm really starting to freak out now. Something feels real weird. It's not so true. I, I, I sort of yeah. <laughs> slightly Blow or slowly up. reach my hands forward and just brush my fingertips against hers. Yeah, I know. I she always kick my mum in the face when she tries to get uh, <laughs> <kick, pad-a-kick. laughs> uh, she, she looks down at your fingers and then uh, stares you directly in the eye and you notice there are eyes, uh, this kind of milky black speckled with little white dots uh, and she goes who is this one who is she to you do you say milky black yeah yeah like the the light that came from the doll's mouth so if you if you were aware of what that was then yeah you would make that comparison but okay. you, you don't remember i don't remember it. okay what do you mean mom are you mom are you all right Mum, this is a word I am unfamiliar with. Is this who this one is? 
I have found her, featuring heavily in your memories. Who, who are you? You're not my mum. Who are you? No, no, I'm, I'm not your mother. I stand back and, like, kick the, the chair back and sort of back away towards the wall. Away from it. Is that the intended function of that piece of furniture? I was not aware. What the hell is going on? Who are you? Just answer me, All the me, chairs please. fly backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this better? Is this what they are intended to do? Stop. What? Please explain. What's going on? Hmm. I had thought perhaps your dreams would be stronger, but because I was mistaken. I shall return. In the meantime, I hope this place is to your welcome, to your liking. And then uh, your your mother stands up, and uh, uh, without even a, a, so much as a, a sound or a trace, uh, she disappears. And you you hear the the door on the uh, on the on the far wall, the one that, the one that she came through. Uh, you hear it unlock. Oh, okay. I'm really freaking out now, and I'm like looking around, and I know something's wrong. Uh, so I go towards the door and try to open it. <laughs> All right, the door opens easily to your touch, uh, almost as if you didn't even open it, uh, and the room begins to flood with seawater. Yeah, I leave the room. <laughs> uh, the the the, <laughs> the water is like pouring in through the through the door. Oh, through the door. Oh, okay. Uh, can I see you anything through the door? You are now floating in the sea. Oh, okay. Underwater. Is the room still there? It is gone. Okay, I try and swim to the surface. You find yourself on the surface of the sea, bobbing in the waves. There is a boat uh, a short distance from you. Is it night or day? It is the middle of the day. The sun is high in the sky, and it is cloudless. It is a picturesque scene. The boat is small, wooden, and has one little kind of cabin on top and a white sail. I wave around towards it and call out. There doesn't appear to be any response. I swim towards it. All right, you swim towards the boat, and you all of a sudden find yourself behind the wheel of the boat, sailing through the ocean. You know that at the front of the boat, sitting and talking to each other, are three of your friends, though at the moment you can't seem to quite recall their names or their faces, nor can you actually see them, but you are aware that they're there, and you are sailing along the ocean. Can I see anything on the horizon? You do not see anything on the horizon, but... You do feel as though there is something behind you. I turn to look. Behind you, you see the horizon, yet you notice there there is a faint pinprick at the very center of your vision, a shining blue light, and it fills you with great curiosity and fear. Turn the boat around. (laughs) You begin to sail towards this light, yes? Yep. The sea becomes choppier. I keep going. All right, you continue to sail, <laughs> and the waves begin to pick up, and your boat is now in danger. I hope my friends are all right, but I keep going. <laughs> I can keep t- take care of themselves. <laughs> that, your that's, friends, that's more in a, a sense of I trust them to take care of themselves rather than I don't care what happens. You now so. realize that your friends are dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, good job, man. What are you doing? But what, really? Yes. Oh. You, are overwhel- you are overwhelmed with the feeling that your friends are now dead. <laughs> you feel as though you are alone in the world, and the boat is lifted up by a great wave. You black out and wake up on the sandy beach of a small rocky island. Look around. 
Can I see anything on the island? The island does appear to be bare except for a few trees. And you notice a short sort of distance away from you, there is a small rocky fire pit. Like a, you know, campfire type situation. Okay, I go and try and build a fire. Alright, uh, roll the d20. Yeah, 20! You I not start a wildfire and burn down the <laughs> island. <laughs> I snap my fingers in this fire. Uh, yes, indeed, you, you approach the fire and without even really thinking about it, the fire suddenly springs to life. Uh, and you feel you feel attracted towards this fire. It is safe, welcoming, and something that you want to be a part of. I sit down and, and hug my knees and stare into the fire. You are staring into the fire and you are reminded of uh, suddenly a pleasant memory. Uh, what is that memory? Uh, probably all the times I was sitting by the lake with my family at various points. The lake was always right. my favourite place to be. Alright, you think of that, and now you are by the lake, and the fire is burning cheerily in front <laughs> In the water? Yes, in the water. <gasps> no, no on, the, on the shore beside you. Are there fishes in there now? There are no fish in the lake. There's oh, never no. any fish in the lake. Don't be ridiculous. Well, where do we get the fish from? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Okay. I look around for any of my family or friends. See if they're there too. You feel as though they are around. They're not with you, but they are around and, and they are safe. And uh, you, f- you feel as though there is a presence within the fire. One that wishes to help you and aid you. I poke it with a stick. You pick up a stick and you start to poke it with it. You start to poke the fire with the stick. And then you find your hands unable to move. From within the fire or like attached to the stick? Uh, you just, you cannot move at all. Oh. You look down at your hands, and you are bound by thick cotton threads, and the ground underneath you is glowing a bright blue, hmm. and then you find yourself being sucked underground. <gasps> you mean more underground? More underground, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Into the earth. <laughs> oh dear. And you are... You are being sucked under, and you find yourself being smothered by the earth as it piles further on top of you and then suddenly you break free through the bottom and you're falling into a field full of large grass Mordai we will join you now oh okay uh, so Mordai you are standing in uh, Kribalor's, uh second summer house near Mystig uh, <laughs> and the house has been uh, trashed somewhat uh, not as much as perhaps a previous dream you may have had uh, and there are three cats uh, sitting on the table, and between the three of them in their mouths, they are holding Kribalor's cloak. Um, I go to take it. Okay, so you, re- you reach out to take it, and they run out the door. Oh, chase them down. Right, <laughs> as you are about to leave, uh, Kribalor appears in the doorway. Oh, hey, Kribalor. Those cats had your cloak. Yeah, though the implication was he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> he may be. This is a dream. Uh, he stares at you, and you notice that his eyes are this kind of black, milky color with uh, sort of these white specks within it. And he, he stares directly at you, and he goes, It's good to see you again. Oh, I'm having one of these crazy dreams again, aren't I? 
Why do you sound so resigned? I thought it was the nature of all mortal things to desire extra planar experiences. Yeah, well, the last Design one wasn't incorrect. all that great. No, yeah, well, I mean, it depends. The last one had, like, that scary monster and shit was happening and, you know. Yes, the monster was not intended, I must say. It was concerning. I wandered the dream well, I must confess, for many weeks, attempting to discover where the breach was. Have as yet been unsuccessful. But tell me, what's the the item of clothing that you are pursuing? What is its function? It's a, it's a cloak. Keeps you keeps you warm when you're traveling. You can sleep mm. under it. it. Keeps you dry in the rain. It's quite it holds useful. up a hand. Uh, sorry. Fascinating. Thank you. And then he disappears. Uh, where where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? More than I. Looks out the door, see if he can see the cats. All right, you look out the door, and all of a sudden, you find yourself in the hallway of a Kinharian temple to Vichma, and you see the sort of the corner of the cloak uh, attached to Kribalor, not in the mouths of the cats, but attached to Kribalor, just ahead of you, uh, disappearing behind a corner. Yeah, follow after. Right, you you follow after him, and as you uh, sort of travel further into this temple, you're always just like one or two steps behind Kribalor. And uh, as you progress further into the temple, you begin to kind of feel like there is someone or something else in this temple. Something always just kind of on the, the, the edge of your neck, just behind your shoulder, almost, you know, ready to kind of just reach out and grab you uh, and you find yourself uh, into a, a large uh, vaulted room uh, we you know this sort of rough stone room not at all like the temple you were just in and there is this massive broken statue uh, of this sort of pair of, of muscular woman's legs uh, but the top Ooh. half of the statue has been completely damn but the top half of the statue has seemingly just been cut right off uh, like a giant blade uh, has been cut through it uh diggity damn what happened uh your former friend from my stake approaches you oh shit hello matthew <laughs> yes that is my name Mordai puts up his jukes do you wish to combat this individual oh it's you uh well i mean <laughs> he's just He's just not a nice guy, you know? His head so tilts, he and he looks at you. No. No, I imagine by the standard definition, he is not a nice guy. Hmm. I apologize. And he uh, sort of transforms uh, his, his form in this kind of shimmering light uh, and, uh, and appears to you uh, in the guise of uh, Torvin. Okay, hang, on. Friend. <laughs> hang on. Hang uh, on. I'll call you Torvin. What happened? Why Why am I here again? What do you mean? I don't understand the question. But you, what, it's, what happened? I don't, I don't remember. You plumbed the depths of the dream well. Why? You are asleep. You are dreaming. Oh, that makes you sense. You are in the dream well. You have gone far deeper than many mortals do go. 
Here, the past, and the present, and the future all combine. You are lucky. Don't feel particularly lucky. No, I imagine not. But then again, warnings of the future never are particularly pleasant. Uh, tell me, may, uh, oh, hmm. he considers for a moment. May I ask you a personal question? Sure, go right in. When you butter toasted bread, is there a particular preference for which side you butter? The side that's slightly more burnt, so it disguises the burntness. Hmm. Fascinating. Thank you. And he disappears. Oh, man. How do I get out of here? The three cats enter the room. Between them, they are carrying a giant golden sword. A blade, almost. Um, what they, I walk, they walk up to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Both a bit keen. <laughs> um, what I says, hello? They stare at you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of slowly reaches down for the blade. All right, your fingers brush against the sword and uh, the cats suddenly disappear uh, and the sword crumbles into dust and then the temple begins to uh, crumble around you. Uh, and then you are standing back in the fields of the gorgelands, uh, the grass in front of you, uh, much higher than it normally is, uh, and you see a, a tail uh, poking out of the grass in front of you. Oh, uh, Mordai <laughs> quickly crouches. And slowly backs away. The tail disappears into the grass. Oh, shit. You hear a faint growl. Uh, Mordai starts to run <laughs> in the other direction. Roll, roll a d20. <laughs> oh, 19. 19. All right, so you... you uh, you, you, you sort of at the last moment your your animal instincts so to speak uh, kick in and you you throw yourself to the ground and you feel this massive shape uh, sort of dive over you and uh, you hear it uh, pad off and run in, in off into the distance. Uh, Morgan uh, starts then, like pinching himself to try and wake up. <laughs> you are you are hurting your skin. It, it's kind of painful. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you are looking. You are. You find yourself uh, lying on your back, looking up at what you would expect to be the sky, but is in fact uh, a sort of loose collection of soil. Uh, it begins to crumble, and a young dwarf woman falls through a <laughs> hole and lands on top of you. Ow! Oh, oh my yeah. god! Who are you? You I recognize it as your friend Mordai, and you recognize it as your friend Anya. Oh wow! Hey, buddy. How's it going? going? On? <laughs> Uh, this, this, well, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Are you, you, this is, this is a dream, right? That's, that's my oh, current 100%. theory. We're in the, the dreamlands. Oh. The dream world. Have you met Sorry. that, that weird, whoever it is that keeps possessing people? I cannot remember his name off the top of my head real quick. Ren Beltor, the god of sleep and dreams. But yeah, he's here. I don't know what happened or why we're here, but yeah, do you remember he's anything? No, but he is asking a lot of questions. He's, he does that. Oh, okay. Have you met him before? Yeah, once or twice. Huh. Uh, have you seen the other guys yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Have you? Oh, as well. Obviously not. Oh, wait. Do I remember Do wanna... the others yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. You they, they, they begin to kind of form uh real reform i suppose back into your back into your mind uh you do know that you have two other friends an elf some old guy who bows a lot um, <laughs> yeah 
you know, they're 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 in your mind. Uh, you smell smoke. Ooh, I look around because where there's smoke, uh, you know, there's fire. You notice a giant dwarven temple on the horizon, smoke billowing from its windows, and you hear yelling and screaming coming from it. And he starts to run towards it. <laughs> Uh, she looks around it. and goes, uh, yeah. what are you, coming? <laughs> uh, so the, the temple is like a traditional kind of dwarven, uh, you know, of dwarven design, except mm-hmm. it is just sitting in the middle of this field. Uh, and it appears to be burning to the ground. Uh, and uh, you hear someone yelling out for help uh, inside. Anya runs to try and open the door, if she can reach the door. All right, so you, you, run, you run up the steps, and uh, the steps uh, begin to sort of... Uh, burst into flames as well along with the rest of the temple but you are completely unharmed by the flames and you're going to make the most of that and just like try to rip the doors open Mordai? Mordai runs in after I guess uh, so you run inside uh, and uh, you find yourself in this kind of uh, vaulted it's little vaults uh, <laughs> sort of high ceilinged uh, uh, hall hall uh, down the end of which is a, sort of a big set of stairs leading up to a, a door uh, but inside are all these uh, broken benches uh, and all these statues of dwarves uh, in various uh, stages of um, terror and horror, and all the statues are on fire as well. Can I see any people that would have been calling for help? Uh, the the screaming and calling for help appears to be coming from the door at the end of the room. I run towards the door. Mm-hmm. Alright. Mordai, you are struck with a horrific sense of familiarity when you see all these flames around you and your skin begins to crawl. And Anya, as you are running along, you begin to realize that some of these faces are familiar. Oh, God. I don't like this dream. I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, So do I. I know these people. I I still run towards the door. Yeah. (laughs) Trying really hard not to look around us. Yeah. Uh, so as you so as you get close to the temple begins to sort of crumble around you and the flames get higher and hotter that you are still not burned and you reach the door you yank it open alright you yank it open you see two different things as in both of you see one thing uh, <clears throat> uh, Mordai you see uh, what you imagine to be your mother clad in a shimmering gold coat and fire crumbling into ash and Anya you see your family their faces and bodies latticed with cracks and a bright light spilling from them and in a split in a split moment your family disappears your mother crumbles and then we join Mithras (gasps) whoa so Mithras (laughs) is intense Start tripping. All right, so uh, you are currently standing in a uh, elvish jail cell. Mm. Uh, in front of you, there is uh, sort of like a, a, a wooden uh, door, which uh, for some reason you seem to think is unlocked. A wooden door of the jail cell or outside of the cell? Wooden door of the jail cell. Sorry, I should have been clear. All right, I go to open the door. All right, you open the door and then uh, you find yourself uh, standing uh, in the high treetops uh, of your uh, home, Elven City, the name of which currently escapes me, so you can remind me because you've got the notes. <laughs> um, it is called Mirais. Mirais? Mirais? Mirais. Mirais. Cool. Mirais. Mirais. Okay. 
So you, 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 so you open the door to the jail cell and you find yourself standing in the uh, high treetops of Marais, uh and your mother approaches you. Hello, mother. Uh, her, her head kind of tilts to one side and you notice her eyes are kind of this black, milky sort of color with these white spots in them. You don't seem pleased to see this one. I was under the impression that she was the one who birthed you. Got a bit who, of fun. Who, who are you? This isn't real. This isn't my mother. Hmm. You have figured out the truth faster than the others. I am slightly impressed. The others, hmm, they are further within the dream well. I would not expect you to find them particularly easily, though I do sense that you share a bond with them. Are you friends? We are friends. Hmm. Fascinating. May I ask you a personal question? Very well. (coughs) Hmm. When you string a bow, do you string it from the top to the bottom or from the bottom to the top? Always from the top to the bottom. Why? It was how my grandfather taught me. Hmm. May I ask you another personal question? One more. Why do you hold on to your guilt? I'm not going to answer this question. I'm overly familiar with. Why do you not wish to answer? I don't know who you are. I don't trust you. Hmm. Fascinating. And then he disappears. Oh, was this a person, or was it? Was I talking to my mum? Yeah, you were. You were like wow. you were. You were talking to. Well, you. Well, you I mean, obviously, you weren't talking to your mum. Yeah, like, you know, it was, it was the your mum. <clears throat> your mama. It was. It was. It was the uh, the the form uh, of your of your mother. Uh, you 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 look to your left uh, and you see a, a great stone tower in front of you. I go towards the tower. So uh, so you walk towards this uh, this stone tower and uh, and you look up into the like so you sorry you're you're outside and you you look up and you see on the top floor uh, the silhouette of a man uh, and you 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 know you know this man uh, well. Uh, and you you feel uh, an intense kind of intense kind of hatred uh, mm-hmm. towards him, uh, and you you run up this tower. Uh, the each each floor is uh, filled with uh, filled with people, but uh, but you stop on the uh, on the penultimate tower, and there is uh, an old elf man sitting uh, on the on the floor. I walk up You're towards this man. Oh, I stop. <laughs> then I walk up towards <laughs> this man. <laughs> Uh, so you walk up to this man and you recognize it as uh, the form of your grandfather, and he is holding an arrow out towards you. I take the arrow from his hand. You take the arrow, and it feels incredibly real. It feels more real than anything else that has happened since you woke up in that small jail cell, uh, and you can feel uh, you can feel the you can feel the grain uh, of the of the wood, and you can almost. Uh, feel a kind of uh, a magical uh, power uh, within it, uh, and you hear a massive. <laughs> yeah, we can. You feel splinters. Uh, and you, you hear a massive crash upstairs. I run towards the staircase, which goes upstairs. All right, so you 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 run uh, you run upstairs, uh, and then uh, you see uh, a sort of a shadowy, indistinct man. Uh, who you feel like you know, uh, and you you hate this man. 
you you feel an intense dislike towards him. Uh, and standing uh, opposite this man uh, is a uh, a knight in shining armor, in fact, uh, with wielding a giant sword in one hand and a scroll in the other. And he has the sword to this man's throat. And the knight turns, stares at you, and then in seemingly one stride is suddenly in front of you. And he leans down and he says, To what purpose would you put it? Slow and deep. Cut his throat out. (laughs) Make him sing. The knight seems seems somewhat satisfied with your answer. And he nods. And then he grabs you by the front of the shirt and throws you out the window of the tower. (laughs) Uh, So you are falling uh, and then you suddenly find yourself landing very uh, harshly. Uh, on the uh, on the stone floor of a small room uh, that appears to be in the middle of a dwarven temple, vaulted, uh, would you say? Vaulted, <laughs> perhaps. I may I may say that. Uh, and lying on the ground next to you is uh, this kind of fat old Kinharian guy. And the three-eyed uh, and the door, and the mm-hmm. and the door swings open, uh, and you see uh, Mordai and Anya, your friends. Uh, and so Poe, now we'll, we'll go to you. So you are you are currently standing uh, on the battlements of Yanaro, uh, deep in combat against the the lizard people, uh, and uh, and you you Wait, what? you just uh, you have just finished slicing the head off one of the uh, battle commanders of the lizard people, uh, and then one of your uh, loyal lieutenants uh, runs towards you, grabs you by the shoulder, looks you in the eye, and says. May I ask you a personal question, or is this a bad time? Poe says, this is a terrible time, and slices another lizard head off. Hmm. Why do you fight? Um, Poe does like a big spinning arc and cuts like a lizard uh, legs off like both at the knees, and it just drops in a stump. He says, to protect our homeland. A, the, the the lieutenant stares uh, even more intently at you, and uh, and he says, "Why do you lie?" Poe draws the scabbard from his um, uh, from the lieutenant's holster and, uh, and puts it um, puts it in his hands, and he says, "Fight, fight!" And he stabs um, a lizard in the hand uh, head and says, "I'm not lying." Uh, the lieutenant uh, begins to fight uh, alongside you. <coughs> Excuse me. The lieutenant begins to fight alongside you, uh, and the uh, the lizard men's uh, uh, numbers begin to to dwindle, and the battlefield uh, the battlefield fades, uh, and you are uh, a young boy uh, in your home village, and uh, oh, the fisher boy. <laughs> <laughs> the fisher boy. Uh, you are a young boy uh, in your village, uh, holding a wooden sword, and uh, one of your childhood friends is sparring with you. You have just knocked him to the ground, uh, and you've uh, give, given him a little, a little sort of cut above his uh, above his eye, and he he touches the blood, and he looks at it, and he looks you in the eye, and you notice that his eyes, are this kind of magic eight ball water color. <laughs> <laughs> With little white specks in it. Uh, and he stares at you and he says, This was only the first drop, wasn't it? I had expected more of a dramatic beginning, I have to confess. But I suppose humble beginnings do end in dramatic endings. 
Poe is just confused and says, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he, and he tries to help his friend, friend up onto his feet. Uh, you, you pull him up and, uh, and your friend uh, stares at you. And he says, I do apologize. I'm sorry too. No, not for this. None of this is real. I'm sorry for the fish. Poe just stares dumbfounded. You feel a shadow pass over you. And all of a sudden, you find a large demon fish. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a shadow passes over you and suddenly you are being swallowed by a demonic fish. Uh, yeah, so so you uh, so you you find yourself being swallowed, or or at least you. This is what you imagine it to be like, and and uh, and uh, your body is uh, your body is you know sort of quite tight, and then suddenly you you find yourself emerging uh, in a rather uh, rather nice sort of opulent looking house uh, in the middle of Yonara, uh, and uh, you are now an older man, wiser, with a bit of a beard maybe, uh, and uh, you feel at peace with yourself. You feel well at peace with yourself and you walk out into the garden and um, what do you see that is the cause of your peace? Her. Tell me about her. She sits on the lounger. She would always sit on facing out over the city. Her incense burning as it always is. And a pot of tea next to it. She turns and she smiles. She doesn't say anything. The sun goes down. It was a full moon. She begins to crumble to dust. Poe crumbles. You begin to fall through the floor, and you land with a heavy crash, now as old as you are today, on the floor of a small room in a dwarven temple. One may even say it's vaulted. And uh, you open your eyes and next, lying next to you, looking also a little bit sore, uh, is your friend Mithras. And then the door to this room opens and impiles your friends Anya and Mordai. And the door swings shut behind them. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> oh, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Anya's still looking around for the people that were calling for help. Poe kind of like rolls over um, so he's close enough to Mithras and he says, you okay? Mithras kind of looks at him, not sure if he's real or not, and pokes him (laughs) in the arm just just a bit. Poe looks back at him and then pokes him in the face. (laughs) In the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Start checking his eyeballs. Some <laughs> yeah. Your eyeballs, are they like an eight ball or a, a, whatever it's called? <laughs> Lucky eight ball. Um, yeah, just yeah, smiles a little bit squinty. You can't, but, but he's he making jokes like that. <laughs> um, in response, Mithra says, yeah, I'm better now. How are you? How did we get here? I... I had a really weird dream. Guys, Where this place we? is on fire. <laughs> oh! Oh. <laughs> you, you, you don't hear the flames anymore. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Hey, guys, that. never mind. 
Koda's that kung fu stand-up, but fire. it looks really weird. But I suppose this is a dream. He like hand springs off his hands and like lands back on his feet, but then oh, yeah. for like the next five seconds, his belly just kind of wobbles. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know what just happened? Tries to open the door. Where Does anyone know where we world? are? Are we the still dreaming? Well, I assume. You hear the gentle lapping of the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're still all, dreaming. <laughs> we're, we're all tripping together. Let's go to is the ocean. Everybody, has everybody seen Ramble Tour? Yeah. Hmm. The guy with the magic eight ball eyes. <laughs> oh, well, does anybody have any ideas now to get out of here? Though? We could try the door. Anya, this looks like a dwarven temple. Is this somewhere that you recognize? I recognise the style of architecture, but I don't think I recognise this particular building. Or do I? Who knows? No, you're telling the story. <laughs> Fuck. Why the mystery? We're already in the dream world. Just, just backs no. into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Starts like, Anya, come back. Anya, where are you going? No, I, I, I reckon this is definitely Dorvan architecture, but I don't recognise this building. And it goes and tries to open the door or look through the door. If Poe wasn't so nice, he would say something sarcastic about that. So as Anya uh, sort of turns to go and open the door, uh, you see the handle on the door uh, turn from the outside. And just sort of backs away slightly. Poe uh, does a ready kung fu stance. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, sorry. I should probably also clarify here. Uh, you guys, like, you you don't like, have any of like your equipment or anything like that. Like, so it's are like, we naked? Get, like, your... Are we, we wearing camisoles? Not... <laughs> Flashbacks. Sure, sure. You're wearing camisoles. <laughs> you're wearing silk camisoles. Uh, and so the the handle kind of jiggles, and then it opens, uh, and there is uh, a uh, high cheekboned, uh, porcelain skinned woman uh, standing on the other side. She strides in, incredibly confident, head held high, uh, one might say a, a regal posture, uh, and Involved after a few minutes... What? What did you say? What did you say? I said a vaulted posture. <laughs> <laughs> Skin, milky black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she, she walks in, confident as anything. Uh, and after uh, a few brief moments of confusion, uh, you recognize it. Recognize it? After a few brief moments of confusion, you recognize her as uh, Lady Robin Manderley, the Queen of Fernshire. And she kind of surveys the room, looks at you, and goes, My word, what on earth are the four of you doing in here in my dream? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to end it this week. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that uh, little, little, little trip into our uh, characters' minds. Um, uh, and, sorry. Nice. Try again. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, so thank you so much, guys, for uh, joining us again, again this week uh, for that uh, slightly trippy journey into our characters' minds. Uh, it's good to be back with the uh, with the main story, and promise we will eventually bring you uh, Mithras's backstory one day. Um, if you would like to uh, talk to us, 
about anything that happened on tonight's show, you can find us on Twitter. We are at ForCNG Podcast. If you would like to talk to me, I am at Mr. K underscore Bennett. Um, uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We are under For Quits and Giggles. And, of course, you can also find us on iTunes, where you can go and you can leave a five-star rating and review and say, oh, my God, this is the best show I've ever listened to in my whole life. And we'll really appreciate the lie. Um, <laughs> you can also go to Stitcher or Google Play, and you can leave a review there as well. Uh, and you can lie there as well. Um, so I think that's it. God of the week. week. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, haven't done it. we haven't done it in so long, so I forget. Isn't it Lore um, of the Week? Lore of the Week, that's right. The Lord of the Week. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> so before we uh, before we close out, uh, here's Sam with the uh, with the Lore of the Week. Hello and welcome to the NPR Godcast. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the way... Pants off. It's the way <laughs> these, these things always begin. They say war... War never changes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Pull that reference. Uh, unlike Kalenis, the god Penis. of battle and valor and war. Clannus was born as one of the new gods after Celestian left the astral plane. Born to Eambulus and Gulthia, they lay together, and his fire and her magic touched tips and brought forth twins, Clannus and Calais. Clannus, born cool to the touch, was born from the start with a sword in hand and a scroll in the other. Fearsome and wise beyond his years, Kalanis is one of the greatest warriors the universe has ever known. As the wars of the land between mortals and other sentient beings waged and changed, so did Kalanis's appearance. But always, through it all, Kalanis would appear to mortals as a soldier, decked fully out in armor and of course with sword and scroll in hand his uh, his perception towards war and fighting and conflict is the same as the armaments he carries it's not all about the sword and the battle but also the strategy and the morals the scroll that he carries uh he, despite being one of the greatest warriors on earth, he doesn't charge into battles, and anyone who prays to him for the strength to crush the weak, Kalanis will usually turn against. If they want to cross him, then, well, that's a fight they'll always lose. Kalanis has worshippers all across the mortal realm, because while other things may fluctuate and change, war never changes. Nice. Really tied it together there. This week's It's pronounced Galenus, by the way. I don't know. Are you saying it weird that entire time? I, I really want to... I really don't want to stress the anus as much. God, so, you so if I went with Galenus, it would be less, less anus. Why would you want less anus? I should anus? just change the spelling. I should just change it. Come on. What? 
cheeky. You're right. I do, like, I do like a bit of butt. I do like a bit of butt. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you very much for that, Sam. Uh, until next week, uh, thank you so much for joining us yet again. And may all your hits be crits. What the fuck happened to being more interesting? <laughs> what the hell? Too hard. I kind of tried. It's I was going to go off on a whole tangent <gasps> where I was a Texan guy, but my accent came out weird, so I just stuck with one word. Well, Nick said yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yo, yo. Hey, yo. You set the tone, Gil. And anyone else just shadow over it? You shed on your tongue. (laughs) You hate your tongue. Shadow over it. Oh, by the way, I don't know that this is probably going to be cut out, but you know Anya? Anya? Yeah. Do you know what that actually means? Hi. It's hello, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Okay, never mind. I thought I was the only one that meant you're not that smart, Chief. <laughs> that, that's the whole joke in the TV series, by the way. People uh, okay. keep saying Anya, and he's he's just saying Anyang back. So people keep saying Anyang, and he thinks he's saying hi. So he's like, Anyang. I Cut get it now. Jokes it's explain. a lot more funny. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> Because the idea is that he's just saying hello, which yeah. traditionally is not a name, it's a greeting. Yeah, that makes it way so more funny to me now. Jokes now are that a lot beat like that horse. To yeah. dissect them. Today's podcast sponsored by Netflix and their series <laughs> Arrested Development. We'll kill more jokes uh, in sponsorships in the future. Did Have you posted remember? them all already? No, we haven't posted them already. This is coming out afterwards. Christ Wait, so it's going to go oh, on gonna, the, yeah. the bear one. More die, and then sand straight afterward. Yep. I think you said we're doing. Really? Wait, the fight is just between. posted though. Yes. Well, the uh, okay, Odd Joshua, this is a massive edit point. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's kind of an error. We'll just fucking roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the idea was going to be that Anya's would go up because we 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 went on a holiday and we had nothing to post. So yeah. we're going to post that up, and then we're going to have the fight with the elves. And then we were going to do tonight's, and then we were just going to keep recording. But then, Sam, there was an earthquake. I don't know if you were aware of that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I know. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's very surprising. Uh, and then, Nick, obviously, you had uh, study and exams and work and stuff like that. So we didn't end up being able to record anything. So we just continued on recording backstory. So Gillen and I did his, and then Sam had a free moment, and so we did his. And we just never had another time to record. So we had to post the Mordai backstory and we're going to have to post the Poe backstory immediately afterwards as well and then of course as I just said Nick has exams coming up so there's absolutely no way he'll have any free time to record one on one with me so we'll then have to skip his and go into what we are recording tonight okay <clears throat> can you start from the recording part again Uh, yeah, so I guess you can edit here, Joshua. I don't know if that previous bit's going to make any sense. <clears throat> nope, nope. You like a challenge. Um, <laughs> first of all, before we start, I apologize in advance uh, to Joshua and to our listeners and to you guys for any sniffing that I have a cold. So let's just get that out of the way. Also, a massive cocaine problem. We're helping <laughs> through it yeah. uh, as best yeah. we can. Yeah, It's going to yeah. be okay. Oh, another nosebleed. Hang on. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Hold the fucking phone. Okay, I'm gonna have to go backwards. Are you trying to tell us that dwarves eat iron filings? Yeah. 
That's middle as fuck. <laughs> literally. Uh-huh. Wait, not literally. They eat you know middle. I mean. Okay. Yeah, so All it's right. like the seasonings. They have like different shavings of different metals and like different salts that are, have different minerals mm. mixed in. And yeah, it's a thing. You didn't even know that, Sam. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> what a noob. It's like you don't even like a dungeon. <laughs> Do you have a dungeon? Right. Get on that label, Sam. Alright. Okay. Alright. I guess I'll just accept that. Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> That's the attitude. And back in. So Anya, you are sit- you are currently sitting in uh, in what, as far as you are aware, is uh, the kitchen of your uh, of your home. When you butter toasted bread, is there a particular preference for which side you butter? The side that's <laughs> slightly more burnt, so it disguises the burntness. Hmm. From who you're eating it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Suddenly, <laughs> Poe appears. Ain't no thing. <laughs> we go way back. We go way back. I used to date his sister. <laughs> Mordo shapes right. into a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fire engine. I always wanted to be one since I was five years old. So, um, just a quick edit point here, Josh. Nick, you read those notes that I sent to you? Yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, it didn't sound convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Did, yeah. No, but like, did you actually read them? Yeah, yeah, notes yeah, yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> Watch his eyes frantically. <laughs> sca- his eyes are just going left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got them here in front of me anyway. Okay, sweet. Mum, you have uh... a... <laughs> 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 How this? deep your voice is. <laughs> what big teeth you Hey, I'm your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so otherwise you just end up swearing shit up your back. I mean, wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> it's actually easier from the bottom to the top because you can put your leg through it and bend it around the back of your knee. Fucking pro bow strats up in here. <laughs> yeah. I bought. I string it from the middle. I'm sorry, Gillen. Are you an elf? Uh, no. Oh shit. I have strong bow. <laughs> really? That's cool. Sorry. Let's not continue this. Yeah. <laughs> it's such <a> wreck. <laughs> Con- Why? Continue, mistress. You can feel the wood uh, in your. In your hand, you can feel. <laughs> Sorry, I just forgot to say You can feel. Oh, God, Stroke the shaft. The shaft. <laughs> I was just like, you can feel the shaft. Nope. Um, uh, you, you feel the. The light tips like your feathers. <laughs> Gently thumb the tip. Uh, no. <clears throat> in the butt. Sorry, in the butt. Put my. Sorry. Ow. <laughs> If you had to polish an arrow, how would you do it? <laughs> From the top to the bottom, or the bottom to the top. <laughs> uh, 
and you are you are falling. And then and the Game then, of uh, Thrones credits play. Bing, 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 bing. Spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Mithras, you have sex with your sister. Kill. <laughs> 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 Poe allies himself with Mordor and they kill Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hannah. Whoops. Not (laughs) Anya. Hannah. Hannah personally. (laughs) (laughs) We break out of the game and murder her. I shake his head and see what answer comes up in the (laughs) answers. Try again later. I try again um, immediately. Baby poses. What do you mean? This was but the first drop. Hmm. So you were Feel like your body. Haha, demon fish. No, I'm kidding. But actually, <laughs> you get eaten by a demon fish. fish. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Inside, on, you find a little puppet boy. His name is Pinocchio. <laughs> 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 but seriously, oh, you find boy. a puppet boy. All <laughs> <laughs> jokes are now canon. Um, <laughs> it's a usual stick, isn't it? <laughs> it's a sex dream! Okay. That was trippy. Uh, yeah. Really cool. <clears throat> so, hope you guys enjoyed that. It's like crits and, yep. for crits and giggles, revelations. <laughs> for trips and giggles. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's the episode name. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so. <laughs> <laughs>